And we will move along here to uh, some local sports. And, well, let's talk about some uh, girls basketball that happened there last night, as well as the schedule for this evening. That's on the way here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. This is Lucas Crenning with a message from the FNM Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together, we can save lives. Illini fans, this year we celebrate the 100th anniversary of Memorial Stadium for the 2024 Fighting Illini football season. Join us in Memorial Stadium as we honor 100 years of tradition and continue to create memories for the future. Season tickets for the 2024 football season are on sale now. Secure your season tickets for homecoming, Dad's Day, and a special rededication of Memorial Stadium on October 19th. Experience more cherished moments in Memorial Stadium this season and lock in your tickets today at FightingIllini.com. The new year is here. Time for change. Start a recession-resistant new career in the high-demand fields of IT, cybersecurity, and AI with My Computer Career in just months. Already in IT? Build your cybersecurity skills and prep for thousands of open positions employers nationwide are desperate to fill. Attend classes live online or on campus. Make this your year. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available to those who qualify, including the GI Bill. If you love to travel, Capital One has a rewards credit card that's perfect for you. With Venture X, earn unlimited double miles on everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges where you just check in and chill out. Open up a world of possibilities with Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. Lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details. And now, this outpouring of love for Tom Brady is what we are beginning with today. Everyone showering this man with love and goatness. How about it? The starting lineup. Almost every single one of Brady's Super Bowls has been clouded with controversy, and that seems what people are forgetting. And let's not forget, well, Super Bowls were gifted to him. The tuck rule, the... You can't play him for the referee stuff. But he benefited from it. Benefited oh, wow. from it last night as well. That was so ticky-tacky. Come on. So it's a Super Bowl. Let him play. On 98.9 The Game. In to the uh, starting lineup on 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. It's time to hit up on uh, some high school uh, sports and uh, some uh, junior high basketball there from uh, last night as well. 
And uh, let's take a look at uh, some high school girls basketball that happened there. And right off the uh, top of the page there, uh, we had the uh, game that Eric was at. And that was uh, Father McGivney and Altamont as it was uh, Father McGivney getting uh, the win over Altamont. Uh, 57 to uh, 55 was the uh, final score there as Altamont had a, a chance there at the uh, very end. Uh, but ultimately uh, fell short there. And uh, Father McGivney uh, pulling out the uh, W uh, there last night against the, against the Indians. Yeah, at one point, Altamont was down by 10, Travis. The fact they were able to come back and at least make a game out of it in that fourth quarter, they were down 10. Um, mm -hmm. you know, it just shows the heart of this team. They had a chance. Uh, ball on the floor, four seconds left, got picked up, shot up. Uh, and it was, you know, a decent decent look, but it, was, it, was, it had to be a quick shot. And sure. unfortunately, just didn't go in for Altamont to force overtime. But, um, you know, just too many, uh, to me, anyways, uh, Altamont did make quite a few mistakes last night. You're not accustomed to seeing. Um, I had Altamont down, Travis, for uh, 19 turnovers. Hmm. Now, they did force 22. Yeah. But still, 19 turnovers, that's a lot of turnovers for Altamont. Altamont also, Travis, did not get to the free throw line very often. That's kind of one of their things is getting to the free throw line. And, you know, uh, just uh, didn't get a lot of them last night. Uh, Grace attempted 11. She made uh, 8 of 11. Mm -hmm. Klein was 1 for 2 from the free throw line. Bain was 1 for 2 from the free throw line. And Peyton was 0 for 4 from the free throw line. So just uh, free throws not going in and just free throw opportunities, especially when you consider that Father McGivney shot uh, – 26 free throws. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, kind of what we talked about at college basketball. Just the free throw discrepancies what ended up costing Altamont just not getting to the line enough and not cashing in on those opportunities when they had a chance. So, uh, you know, another tough game, uh, you know, but again, it it was to a good team. Um, oh, and yeah. they'll, you know, regroup and, and head to Altamont on, on Friday night for or on Thursday night for senior night there with the uh, the great senior group that they've had. As Coach said, you know, I talked to him post-game about, you know, what he was feeling entering that game. And he's like, hey, these girls, not just on the basketball court, but just in the school in general, how much they've mean to the school uh, mm -hmm. all four years. So uh, yeah. it's going to be highly emotional. He said, I'm going to have to try and tune down my emotion. The girls are going to have to tune down their emotion a little bit because they are playing, a, a, you know, even though their record may not show it, a Paris team that you know is going to be tough. Oh, because yeah. Paris is always tough. Mm. It, you know, I, I say, Travis, for this game, throw the records out. This is, you know, the final warm-up for both these teams before postseason play. Yeah. This is a big game for teams. Mm -hmm. Right. So, uh, Altamont falls to a 22-5 there, and uh, Father McGivney uh, proves to 21-9 on the season there. And uh, Paris uh, coming to town, 18-11 is mm -hmm. their uh, record. Uh, there for the uh, Tigers. So, uh, yeah, it should be a uh, good night there yep. on a Thursday for the uh, senior night for the girls. So come on out, and if you don't, then we got radio coverage for you over on uh, Jack FM mm -hmm. uh, for sure uh, there. And uh, let's take a look at uh, other action uh, from uh, girls basketball. Last night we had uh, Tuscola pull out the win against St. Anthony, a 63-47 was the uh, final score uh, there. As uh, Let's see here. It was a Tuscola jumping out to an early lead, and they kind of carried that 
throughout the game uh, there. Uh, for uh, Tuscola, she had 15 points. Uh, Patterson had 12. Uh, Thompson had 13. Gordon had 11. Uh, there for Tuscola, uh, St. Anthony, uh, Nancy Ruhl had a 21 in the uh, game, and Vonderheide had a 12, but it looks like no one else uh, was close to uh, double figures uh, there for uh, St. Anthony uh, there. So a tough one there on the road uh, there for the uh, Lady Bulldogs uh, there, and uh, they fall to a 22 and a 7. Uh, there and it looks like Tuscola they improved to a 25 and a 2 on the season uh, there as well and of course could we see uh, these two teams match up a little bit later on in a postseason play we'll have to wait and see uh, also there in Tetopolis last night uh, T-Town picked up the win over in Yoga 62 to a 32 uh, Topolis got off to a, a great start here 22 to 8 after one quarter of a play and then a 23 points in the uh, third quarter. Got the running clock going uh, for the fourth quarter uh, there. Uh, Chloe Probst led the way for the shoes. She had a 20 in the uh, game there. But that was really the only double-figure scorer uh, there that the shoes had. Everybody else was kind of balanced uh, there. Uh, let's see. It was uh, Campbell with 12 leading for Nioga and Richards also adding 10 points. Uh, there as well in the loss there for Nyoga and the dub for its topless. It was also a Shelbyville with the win over Winds's Two Straws, 54-49 to was the uh, final score there. As, let's see here, we had Windsor actually off to a, a good start, but uh, Shelbyville uh, coming back there in only a two-point game at halftime uh, there, and they win the second half uh, there. As let's see, it was uh, Clark with 21 and leading the way up, leading the way with 20. Uh, there for the uh, Hatchets, uh, there it was Robinson over North Clay, 65 to uh, 29. It was Brownstown at uh, St. Elmo with a, a win uh, against a Weber. Uh, there as uh, Brownstown had the narrow lead at nine to seven after one quarter of play, but then uh, they extended that out. They outscored them 19 to five in both the second and the third quarters uh, there to eventually uh, go on into a win uh, there. And let's see, it looks like Dana Hazlett had uh, 13 points. Seaball uh, had 12 to lead the way for the uh, Bombers there. And it was uh, counting Herrick Beecher City over uh, Macon Meridian, uh, 61 to 27 was the final score there. Nine-point game after one quarter of play, but uh, CHBC 15 to 5. After uh, they outscored him there in the second quarter, and then 24 points in the third quarter allowed the running clock to get going there for the final period for the Bobcats. It uh, looks like uh, Rodman had 18, uh, so did uh, Stuckemeyer uh, there as well. Uh, Doty had uh, 15 points as well for the Bobcats. Hey, speaking of the uh, Paris Tigers, they picked up a win over Mattoon, so uh, that's a, a 2A over a 3A. Uh, there by two, 48-46. It was Cumberland a victorious over uh, Villa Grove, a 63 to a 12 was the uh, final score there. Cumberland jumped out to the 25 to four lead after one quarter of a play. There looks like a Didimore, 20 points for the uh, Pirates, and Kaylin Shoemaker with 14 and Sowers with 14 as well. 
for Cumberland. Uh, Sullivan with a win over uh, Blue Ridge, 69-8. Arthur over Okaw Valley, 59-46. Newton with the win over OPH, 72-30 was the final score there. Newton outscored OPH there in the opening quarter, 24-3 to uh, there. And then they kind of put it away in the third quarter, 27-9. They outscored OPH there in uh, that quarter. As it was uh, contributions here, Cameron Martin leading the way. Uh, she had a 24 uh, there on the uh, night uh, there as well. And uh, Carissa Martin, uh, she had 16. And Kessler uh, there had 15 points as well. And uh, Cameron Martin also uh, set a record there at Newton for the most points there in a single season uh, there for girls basketball. 459 points as of now for Cameron Martin uh, there, and she's only a junior, so she could potentially uh, best that mm. next year mm -hmm. as well, so continue her uh, career there for Newton. Uh, also, uh, Centralia barely beat only 49-45 to 45 was the uh, final there. It was uh, Greenville with a win over Vandalia, 60-23, to and it was also Staunton with a win over Carlinville, 46-44 in a close one there. Uh, we also had Piasaw with a win over Litchfield, 32-24. Hillsborough with a win over Pena, 54-26 was the uh, final score. And let's see, we also had uh, Gillespie over North Mac, 54-45 was the uh, final score uh, there. And uh, in a G well, uh, there last night as well, we had a postseason a sectional play. Some of these uh, schools are on a, to a state, and others, their season comes to a close uh, there. So uh, let's take a look at the action uh, there from last night. It was uh, Royal Prairie View Ogden over Hume Shiloh, 49-14. Uh, we also had uh, Pena Sacred Heart with the win over Mattoon at St. John's, 61-46. Uh, St. Anthony, a sectional championship, went to Central A&M with a win over Paris Crestwood, a 54-38. The 3A Paris Mayo sectional championship went to Topolis. They got the win over Tuscola East Prairie, 53-23. And Muhammad with a win over University Park, 37-35 uh, there in the 4A sectional game uh, there. So it looks like uh, these uh, teams advance to the uh, state tournament there on a Saturday uh, there. And it looks like uh, Payne and Sacred Heart will be playing at 2.30 against Ottawa Marquette in the 1A state tournament at Warrensburg uh, Latham. Uh, we have a Central A&M uh, there in the 2A state tournament at Bishop McNamara. That's where that is against Havana at 1 o'clock there on a Saturday. Uh, we also have Tatopolis in action also at 1 o'clock there on a Saturday at Tolona Unity for the 3A state tournament. And that's against East St. Louis Lincoln uh, there. And Muhammad Seymour looks like they will play at a 2 of 30 uh, there on a Saturday. And they'll be in the 4A state tournament at Taylorville High School uh, against uh, Prairie Hills there as well. And if you win on Saturday, you get to play again a little bit later on in the day. And then you uh, advance to the third state championship games uh, there later next week. And if you lose the first game, well, your season comes to a close mm -hmm. uh, there. So uh, eighth grade winding down, a seventh grade uh, widening down there for boys basketball. 
uh, schedule for uh, this evening. We got a Nioga at Altamont. You can hear that over on a Jack FM. Indians will win this game, guaranteed. Mm. I like what you did there. Mm-hmm. I like what you did. And uh, so uh, that is in Altamont tonight. Uh, San Anthony at South Central, North Clay, Ostana, Grayville, Dietrich at Martinsville, Patoka at Cowden Beecher City, and a St. Noah Brownstown at Raymond Lincolnwood. Uh, FEM is at Charleston, Mattoon hosting Taylorville, and Urbana is at Muhammad Seymour. Uh, over on a WCRA, you got Cumberland at uh, Sullivan uh, tonight there in LPC play. Unity Christian hosting Arcola, Okaw Valley at Tri-County, Villa Grove at Argenta, Arthur hosting Heritage and Blue Ridge is at Cerro Gordo uh, there in that one. Mm-hmm. A uh, little line night tonight. You got Newton at Tolona Unity at Casey Westfield uh, coming to town to Topless. Lawrenceville at Red Hill. Uh, LaSalle against some Marshall. Mount Carmel hosting North or at North Posey. Uh, Terre Haute West Vigo is hosting Paris and Robinson is at Terre Haute North as well. Uh, we also got Macon Meridian at Tuscola. Shelbyville hosting Central A&M. Clint at Warrensboro Latham. Also Vandalia hosting Piasaw North Mac at Carlinville. Greenville at Pena. Litchfield at Gillespie and Staunton at Hillsboro as well wraps up the action tonight as well. And we'll have uh, scores of those games up on the uh, website, fmradio.com posted, and we'll be back tomorrow to talk about them yep. and to recap them. Sure will. And uh, so we uh, move along here, and we'll go uh, back to uh, girls basketball, but we'll, uh, we'll take a look at some of the rest of the uh, brackets. We touched on a 1A Yesterday, so we'll take a look at the uh, other area brackets as well where our area teams uh, fall uh, there in a postseason play. And that's uh, coming up next here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Hey, son. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at SoundItOutTogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. I'm Sheila Myers, General Manager of WCRC, WCRA, Jack FM, ESPN The Game, and Classic Rock 96.3. We try to make a difference to you every day. Our 2023 community report was just posted on our website at effinghamradio.com. It shows just some of the things we have worked on to help our community grow and prosper. If you have an event that you'd like Cromwell Media Effingham to be a part of, email me at sheila.myers at cromwellmedia.com. Thank you for listening. 2024 is going to be a great year for all of us. Texting privacy policy in terms of conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message data rates may apply. Replace opt, opt, opt. Binges, blackouts, regret, shame, trying and failing to drink less or quit. Hi, I'm Jonathan, founder of Or Health. I know how scary drinking too much can be because I struggled with alcohol misuse for most of my adult life. But I also know that it is possible to drink less or quit. And medication can help. Now, Trexone is a safe, effective medication that makes it easier to cut back or quit drinking so you don't have to rely on willpower alone. I started Or Health to make access to Naltrexone convenient and private to help people like me regain control over alcohol. If you're ready to stop drinking, easier to 323232 to get started today. That's easier to 323232. And now. So, if you remember yesterday, 
Yes. I picked the Bills to make it to the Super Bowl. So it's the Bills and the Cowboys. And I said yesterday that the Bills are exercising all the demons. Mm -hmm. So I got the Bills beating the Cowboys in the Super Bowl, exercising those 90s demons. This is the only way the Bills will make it to the Super Bowl. Everything has to line up. The starting lineup. That's all you're going with there. So I have the uh, Bills and the Rams matching up in the Super Bowl. And, hey, it's a Super Bowl preview tonight. And uh, I have the Rams getting the win. And it's the Rams going a back-to-back Super Bowl champions. The Rams exercise the demons. They get revenge from the week one uh, loss to the Bills. And so the Bills are the Bills. Nothing changes. You take off the Scooby-Doo mask. They're still the Buffalo Bills. They can't get it done in a big game. Josh Allen, maybe the MVP of the league, but he can't get it done when it matters most. When the lights shine brightest, it's the Rams back-to-back championships. Such a homer. On 98.9 The Game. Aaron Price for an update. Chicago Sky are bolstering their roster. The team signed two yesterday. Diamond DeShields and Taya Reimer both signed contracts with Chicago. DeShields spent the first four seasons of her career with the Sky before going to Phoenix in 2022. She didn't play last season, but she averaged 13.1 points per game with the Mercury two seasons ago. Reimer has not played a WNBA game in her entire career. College basketball action tonight. DePaul visits St. John's Northern Illinois at Miami of Ohio. The Colts are making an addition to their coaching staff. Indianapolis has hired former Pitt co-defensive coordinator and defensive line coach Charlie Partridge to be its new D-line coach in Indy. Seven-year-old has spent the past 27 years coaching at the collegiate level before making this jump to the NFL. Prior to his time with the Panthers, Partridge spent three seasons as the head coach at FAU. The Pacers could be looking to make a deal. According to The Athletic, the Pacers are among teams interested in Golden State forward Andrew Wiggins. He's averaging 12.2 points and 4.2 rebounds per game this season. Indiana's third in the Central Division at 28-23, and we'll be looking for its second straight victory when it hosts the Houston Rockets tonight at Cambridge Fieldhouse. And the Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles, are going to open next season in South America. As NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell announced on Monday that Philadelphia will be the host team for the inaugural Brazil game on Friday night of kickoff weekend. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center reads uh, today. Philly losing a home game, going over to Brazil. How about that? Carnival. <laughs> I wish I had something to, to uh, follow up. Follow up with that, but I, I have nothing else. I, I, I you know how I feel about international NFL games. Growing the game, baby. No, it's what not. We do. It's not. <laughs> It's what we do. Keep it here. That's right. We don't have enough time to go into that. No. Uh, there. But check out the pod. Yeah. So we'll have more to say about that there. And uh, what I wanted to uh, take a look at here, we took a look at the uh, top half of that 1A uh, bracket uh, there in some areas. But uh, other uh, teams involved uh, in TC are involved in the Nicomas sectional there down in uh, uh, 1A. Mm-hmm. And that's also where uh, Father McGivney uh, is right. as well in that uh, sectional there at the Mount Olive Regional, the top seed uh, there. And that's also where uh, Brownstown St. Elmo mm-hmm. is as well down there in Mount Olive as uh, they'll be actually playing on Saturday there in Brownstown at 1 o'clock against the uh, 13th seed of Bunker Hill. 
The winner of that will advance to a Monday night at the Mount Olive Regional against either Maryville Christian or Edwardsville Metro East Lutheran. Uh, they're following that uh, Father McGivney game there, and the championship will be uh, next Friday uh, there in Mount Olive. Also, other NT teams involved down there, Chrysler Rock Lutheran, uh, South Central is there. They're the four seed, and they'll either take on the 10 seed Ramsey or the five seed North Clay. That game will be at 2 o'clock on a Saturday with North Clay and Ramsey uh, there, and they'll advance to a Tuesday's semifinal uh, there at Centralia uh, there at 7 o'clock. Uh, Oakville is the number one seed there in Centralia uh, there. Uh, and in a 2A, we uh, see Topless there. They are in the Lawrenceville Regional, and they are with the uh, two-seed Mount Carmel as well. Those games will be next Monday as well. Mount Carmel will face the winner of the nine-seed Cumberland or the 11-seed Lawrenceville, and that uh, game will be at 10 a.m. Uh, there in Toledo on a Saturday. And Topless will face the winner against the A-seed Marshall, hosting the 12-seed uh, Powell Hut, and that is at a Saturday at 1 o'clock in Marshall. Uh, there, Lawrenceville Championship concludes uh, there on uh, next Thursday. The winner of that uh, regional will take on the winner of the uh, Sullivan Regional in a sectional play in uh, Newton, and Murrow um, Forsyth is the top seed there in uh, Sullivan. They'll take on the winner of the 6-seed Macon Radiant or the 9-seed Shelbyville. That game's in Macon at 1 o'clock on Saturday. Arthur is against the 10th seed of Pena. That's in Arthur on Saturday at 1 o'clock. They'll take on Sullivan, the 4 seed, next Monday. Uh, their championship concludes on a Thursday as well. Down there as well, involved in this same subsectional, uh, Robinson's the number one seed in the Fairfield Regional. They'll take on either Fairfield or um, Clainsboro Hamilton County. That game will be on Saturday at 7 o'clock in Fairfield. And the 5-seed Newton will take on the 10-seed of Flora. They're in Newton Saturday at 1 o'clock. The winner of that game will advance to take on the 4-seed Carmine White County next Monday there in Fairfield. And also we have uh, the 2-seed Tolona Unity as the top seed in the Monticello Regional. They'll take on the winner of the 8-seed Warrensboro Latham hosting the 11-seed Westville on Saturday. Still doesn't have a start time for that one. And then that's where we also see Paris as well. They're the 3-seed. Uh, they're in Monticello, and they'll take on the winner of either the 7-seed Monticello or the 12-seed Sagamaw Valley. That game's in Monticello on Saturday at 2.30, and the winners will play Paris uh, next Monday mm -hmm. uh, there. And so they'll also be a part of this uh, Newton sectional as well. Uh, we have a, a few uh, teams involved in the uh, South Central. They're in the... Uh, Nashville sectional, uh, Greenville and Vandalia will be matching up on Saturday. Uh, Greenville is the five, uh, Vandalia is the twelve. They'll take on the uh, that winner will take on the three seed Breeze Modern Day uh, next Tuesday. Uh, there in the there. Modern Day. Yep, taking on Modern Day in Modern Day. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's see, I thought I had some other two A teams uh, there up above. Uh, there in the Beardstown the sectional is the two seed Staunton. Uh, they're hosting their own regional. They'll take on the winner of uh, East Aldenwood River and Piasol. And also Roxana and Alt Marquette will take on the three seed. Well, the winner will take on the three seed Carlinville uh, there. And the winner of the Stun Regional will take on the winner of the Camp Point Central Regional. And Camp Point Central is the number one overall seed uh, there. And we also have in uh, 3A here. 
We've got one more in two way, and that's uh, the Vernon North Mac Regional. Uh, the six seed Vernon North Mac will take on Pawnee. Winner that will take on Gillespie, and then the four seed Hillsborough will take on the winner of Auburn and Litchfield in that same regional. And uh, that's the South Central teams yep. involved yep. there. Yep. I'm in a 3A, the FEM sectional. Of course, FEM a part of this. They actually land in Salem for the regional. They're the top seed there, the two seed, and they'll be in action next Monday. They'll take on the uh, winner of Saturday's matchup between the six seed Troy Triad and the seven seed Salem. That's in Troy at 1 o'clock on a Saturday. And Bethalto Civic Memorial is against the five seed Centralia there next Monday in uh, Salem. The winner of that Salem regional will take on the winner of the Waterloo regional in the FAM sectional. And that top seed there is uh, number one in Mount Vernon uh, there. Top half of that bracket, we see Olney. Uh, they're a part of the Charleston Regional. They'll be taking on the four-seed Mattoon next Tuesday and the number one-seed Highland against the nine-seed Charleston uh, there as well. Winner of that will take on the winner of the Carbondale Regional in the FEM sectional uh, there. And we have to scroll down a little bit to find uh, Mount Zion and Muhammad uh, there as well as Lincoln. Uh, mm-hmm. Boris, Mount Zion, and Muhammad. I think they're the one up above the FEM sectional, uh, the Decatur MacArthur sectional. Oh, yeah. There was a one above yes. that. Uh, Mount Zion is the number one seed there in the Champaign Central uh, Regional uh, there. Muhammad Seymour is the three seed there in the Danville uh, Regional. Mm-hmm. Top seed there is Decatur MacArthur uh, there in We'll have the entire schedule up on the website. So Also that same sectional, Taylorville, the two-seat at the Springfield Southeast Regional, uh, possibly Mount Zion-Taylorville collision course for a sectional uh, semifinal there. There you go. There's uh, the Apollo teams. Hey, the uh, Apollo and well. the South Central just all over these different regionals and sectionals. They're everywhere. It's kind of hard to follow with the brackets, but maybe not as much as the uh, schedule. But we'll have the schedule up on the website we'll to hopefully not it's be not, as confusing. It's not the Lincoln Prairie Conference <laughs> No, it is not. It definitely is not. All right, we'll up again, we're up against the clock, and we need to close out talking about some uh, college basketball to close it out here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopolis State Bank. And Totopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at pekininsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. And now, welcome in to the podcast exclusive of the starting lineup. Travis Sparks here, 
As I'll let Todd Stapleton go, I certainly appreciate. <clears throat> excuse me. The starting lineup. Stop the recording. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. On 98.9, just a smidge a bit longer. We have just enough time to talk about uh, some uh, college basketball. Only one uh, game uh, from top 25 there last night as uh, Kansas. They go down to their rivals, Kansas State, 75 to uh, 70 uh, there in overtime. So Wildcats getting done over the Jayhawks. They own the state, Travis. I guess so. More often than not, they they seem to always pull off the upset. Four straight, or yeah, four straight times they've beaten Kansas. Wow, they're in Kansas State. Yeah, man. Just uh, I say don't put them on the schedule, but yeah, you just don't go to, to just don't go to Manhattan. I think I think it's both. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure they have to, but man, Kansas can't beat Kansas State. Nope. In Kansas nope. State, nope. but that was it from uh, top twenty-five uh, there last night, and uh, nothing happened in the Big Ten uh, either there. Uh, so action uh, tonight: you got uh, Old Miss at number fifteen, uh, South Carolina; Clemson at number three, North Carolina; Oklahoma State at number five, Houston; number fourteen, uh, Texas at Texas; number fourteen, Iowa State at Texas; number eighteen, a uh, Dayton at uh, St. Joe. Number 21, BYU at Oklahoma. Butler at number one, UConn. Number 17, Kentucky at Vanderbilt. 25, New Mexico at Wyoming. 23, Texas Tech at number 13, Baylor. Nevada at number 22, Utah State. Number 24, San Diego State against Air Force. uh, There to uh, close out the night. And we got Rutgers, Maryland, Indiana, Ohio State, and Michigan State and Minnesota. In the Big Ten tonight, mm-hmm. uh, there, and I also wanted to uh, mention the polls that came out there yesterday. I was up four spots after beating Houston yep. over the weekend to number four. They uh, fall there last night. Uh, top three spots didn't uh, change. Con still number one. Purdue still two. North Carolina they did lose, but then they uh, picked up the win against Duke over the weekend, so they stayed at three. Uh, Houston moved down a spot. Uh, Marquette moved up a couple. Duke moved down a couple, but I wanted to uh, mention Illinois back there at number ten. Yep, put up four spots. See how long it lasts. <laughs> number ten in the country to start off the month of February. See how long it lasts. You'd love to see it. Uh, Wisconsin uh, fell five spots to number eleven, right behind the Illini. Uh, there in the top twenty-five. Uh, Auburn also uh, moved up four. Baylor moved up five uh, spots. Uh, Alabama shot way up there to number 16. Uh, Kentucky fell all the way to a 17 there with their loss against Tennessee. Uh, Creighton fell six spots as well. Utah State's falling. Texas Tech is falling as well. New Mexico clinging to the top 25 there, mm-hmm. uh, falling six spots. And Oklahoma and TCU uh, fell out. Of the polls there, uh, that was the AP uh, AP top twenty-five had Illinois at ten. The coaches poll had Illinois at twelve. 
uh, there. A little bit of a gap between them and Wisconsin in the coaches' poll. Wisconsin's actually number nine uh, there in that poll uh, there. But whatever poll has the Illini uh, higher, that's the one I recognize Yep. Uh, I there. Figured. So uh, just my thing there. All right, so we'll move things over to uh, the uh, podcast. Got more stuff to uh, talk about over there. So uh, coming up next here on ESPN Radio, though, is uh, Carlin versus Joe. Following that is uh, Freddie and Harry. So enjoy the uh, coverage of a Super Bowl week here on ESPN Radio. And we'll talk to you in the pod. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Before we get into the show. Welcome in to uh, overtime here of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Mm -hmm. Eric Fry still here. Got some uh, news and info. To uh, share with you, I uh, saw that some uh, baseball news happened yep. uh, during the uh, show as well. So uh, we'll hit we'll, up on that. We'll get a little hot and heavy baseball, actually, Travis, on this show, on this uh, this pod. Hot and heavy, yes. As the uh, up and in, how, I don't even know how you say it. Pakoda, Pakoda projections came out of uh-huh. playoff teams, teams' records, and stuff like that. Um, let's oh, just say they're interesting. Like, I don't know if I've ever heard of this. Yes. Hmm. It's a big thing. Uh, Dakota Projections Day. Yep. Big thing. Yep. (laughs) The Dakota Standings. Okay. We'll look into them, Travis. Who's projected to be the best? Who's projected to be the worst? Who's going to the postseason? Who's not going to the postseason? All that fun stuff. I can't wait for that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Before we make our picks coming up in about a month. Yeah, you know, before too long. Yep. Pitchers and time. catchers will report time. Mm-hmm. pretty soon. Spring training hats dropped. Yes, I saw that. Saw that. By the way, Pakota stands for Player Empirical Comparison and Optimization Test Algorithm. Hmm. Projects player and team performances. Okay. So, there you go. There you go. Helped you out, didn't I? Thank you. Yeah, so Thank we'll you. talk about uh, baseball, and we'll see whatever else we can get to uh, here on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but is there anything on sports in there that you wanted to hit on? Yeah, a couple of things. Uh, Eric Benemy is not returning to the Commanders. They're moving on. Uh, head see coach that. Dan Quinn's introductory press conference. It was confirmed that Benemy will not be returning to the team. Quinn said he thinks Benemy is an excellent coach, but will not be working together in Washington. He was there one season as Commanders offensive coordinator for interviewing for the head coaching job early in the process. He has not been in the mix for any other coordinator jobs around the league so far this hiring cycle. Prior to joining Washington, of course, he spent five years as the OC of the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. Um, The Giants have decided that Shane Bowen is going to be the team's new defensive coordinator. Bowen spent the past six seasons with the Tennessee Titans and was the D.C. his final three years there as well. Hmm. 
The NBA is doing something unique to their court for All-Star Weekend. <laughs> the league announced on Monday that a full video LED court will be used for several events at Lucas Oil Stadium. The new floor will make its debut for the Celebrity Game on the 16th and stay for the three-point and other skills competitions on Saturday night. The high-tech court will feature design and color changes, live replays and other video content, and real-time game stats along with other animations. Traditional All-Star Game tips off from Indianapolis on Sunday, February 18th. So no word on if they're going to be using that for the actual game itself, mm. but just for the All-Star events. Hmm. So how about that? An LED court? Yeah. Eh. I don't know how I f- <laughs> I'm okay with it, Travis, until I started saying, oh, we're going to have stats on it and stuff like that. No, 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 no. Like, no. Like, I don't want that. Stats. I don't, don't want to have to read under people's feet. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Ohio <laughs> State football could already be looking for a new offensive coordinator. Fox Sports reports that Bill O'Brien is the leading candidate to become the next Boston College head coach. Veteran play caller took the Buckeyes OC job after Bill Belichick got fired by the Patriots. O'Brien spent last season with the Pats and helped contribute to one of the league's worst offenses. Current Texas analyst and former Wisconsin head coach Paul Chris is in the running for the Eagles head coaching position as well. BC had a late vacancy after Jeff Halfley left to become the Green Bay Packers new defensive coordinator. Hmm. So there you go on Bill that. O'Brien. Bill O'Brien, that's right. Nice. Um, Brittany Griner is going to have a memoir coming out this spring. That's all I'm going to say about that. So, there you go. It was announced on Good Morning America. May 7th. Good morning, America. Good morning, America. And finally, Travis, did you see this? Golf superstar Tiger Woods is teasing an announcement. In a social mm-hmm. media post on Tuesday, the 15-time major champion included a close-up picture of his face along with the caption, The vision remains the same. 2.12.24. That date, by the way, falls during the week of the Genesis Invitational, the Riviera Country Club in Los Angeles. The teaser also comes about a month after he announced his split from Nike Golf. Hmm. What does this mean? What does it mean? Is he back? Is he back? He's all the way back, baby. Oh, no, he's not, Travis. <laughs> We've been over this. All the way back. No. Don't give me the feels. <laughs> Don't do it to me. I just, for Christmas, Travis got an Xbox 360, and I got Tiger Woods 12. Mm. And it gives me the feels because that's the first game where you're able to play the Masters. And it has the Masters moments. And it's got Tiger's Master moments that you can reenact. Yeah, the Masters was, uh, was nice to finally have in a video game. Don't give me the feels. Don't make me think we're we're back. We're not back. Um, we'll never be back. I mean, you know you can play Tiger in the last 2K game, right? Don't care. Don't want to. It's not the same. Yeah, it's better. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. I didn't I, like. I didn't like that Masters game actually. That one I, wasn't my favorite. No, but I wanted to play. You wanted to play Augusta, you sure. Play Augusta. Sure, but that's also the one that introduced the caddy. Hmm. Not a big fan of the caddy. Yeah, I mean it was a nice premise, I guess, for rather than just have a generic yeah person walking with you. But yeah, I guess I was indifferent. 
uh, to that. But I've, I've been playing it occasionally. I've mostly been playing NCAA Football 12. <laughs> well, there you go. I don't blame you for that. Waiting. Waiting. Waiting for NCAA uh, Football. July, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Hey, speaking of 2K, Travis, you see the big uh, uh, announcement from 2K this morning about their their next upcoming wrestling video game who's going to be in it oh i saw muhammad ali muhammad ali why exactly Where why did that come from i mean i see a lot of online speculation of their that uh wrestlemania stuff he was the special guest enforcer with the special oh, referee yeah, mode right. but on the video that they dropped it was actually him, him. Like boxing, boxing gear. gear. Yeah. But maybe you have to have the in-game character in order to do... Remember a couple years ago they had the fake Tyson who was at ringside for uh, in, <laughs> the, in the game and it looked nothing like Mike Tyson? Well, yeah. So at least if it is for that purpose, at least it looks like Muhammad Ali and it's going to be Muhammad Ali. Hmm. Muhammad Ali, head of the table? I mean, I'm thinking more of we better get a special DLC package that contains Antonio Inoki so I can relive exactly. those Inoki Ali fights. Exactly. Uh, Is there an option to turn the ring into a boxing ring <laughs> and we can have WWE fighters box? Maybe, but you can Ooh. brawl backstage. There you go. In the but parking lot. Can't wait to put Muhammad Ali in a casket for the casket match. That's new this year. <clears throat> what is it with you making... Muhammad Ali <laughs> references like that. I don't know. It just came to my mind. Wow. It's a new match type. No, that's that's true. That casket match is back. And, and an ambulance match. And for an the ambulance first time. match, yeah. yeah. I like that cool. you can use the backstage one, too. Mm hmm. Yeah, it looks cool. Interesting. Mm hmm. Looks cool. You buying it? Like I keep telling people, I haven't bought a WWE game since. 2K19. Mm-hmm. I think it's about time. I yeah. I see all the specials on on the store all uh-huh. the time of discounted prices, and it's like I, f- I figured, and I gotta finish the story with my guy Cody. That's so. right. I mean, at least you can do it in the virtual. World. At least you can do that. But apparently, the Rock shows up at the last minute to finish his story. So yes. yes. All right. Well, now we've bored people enough with that. Let's move on, Travis. Let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, what do you got? Uh, well, uh, baseball in the uh, baseball. Okay. Uh, news that happened uh, during the show there. Uh, looks like uh, Clint Kershaw coming back. Mm-hmm. Coming back to the Dodgers. Yep. So. I mean. We you all don't blame him. This. Yeah, we all figured this. Um, don't blame him. Nothing too too shocking with that. He won't even have to lift a finger to make the playoffs. <laughs> then he will uh, proceed to get eliminated. Uh, they've reached an agreement on a new uh, contract on Great. Tuesday. Uh, remain with the only organization he's ever pitched for, Aww. according to ESPN sources and... This also ESPN article is heavy at Dodgers with they reached a new contract ensuing that one of the greatest players in their franchise history will remain with the only organization he's ever pitched for. Uh-huh. Structure of Kershaw's deal is unknown, but the soon-to-be 36-year-old left-hander will take his physical at the Dodgers a spring training complex in Arizona 
So in the next day or two, Kershaw will return for at least his 17th season of the Dodgers, but will spend at least the first half of the year recovering from off-season shoulder surgery. Mm-hmm. There, but that's okay. I think they got some uh, pitchers to uh, fill in for him yep. for the time being. Yep. Uh, there, so uh, they also did what they did with uh, Yamamoto, Glasnow, of course, uh, but uh, Walker Beeler, but he's also uh, recovering uh, from uh, Tommy John, uh, James Paxton. Uh, they signed over the offseason, and we thought, oh, you know, Paxton, lefty. Yep. That was kind of the replacement. Mm-hmm. Uh, but looks like it's going to be a replacement for the first half of the year. Yep. But uh, Clay Kershaw, back with the Dodgers. Yep. So we'll have to wait for the details of the deal. Well, I don't have those here on no, ESPN. No, unfortunately we don't yet. Hmm. They're but. being coy about that. Well, it's because he hasn't passed his physical yet. Sure. Can't can't make those announcements till the physical oh, is passed. Oh, I also saw this today. At the uh, All-Star game that just happened with the uh, NHL. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Blues and Blackhawks. Winter Classic. Hey. 2025. Where at? Wrigley Field. Hey. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, <laughs> good job, NHL. Doing mm-hmm. something right. Blues Blackhawks. That's a nice one. Yeah. Nice place. Last time the Winter Classic, Winter Classic was held at Wrigley Field before, though, in 2009, uh, Blackhawks matched up with the uh, Red Wings uh, there. Uh, it's the second time in three seasons that the NHL is revisiting a venue for the uh, Classic that held an outdoor game. Uh, 2000 uh, last year they were at uh Fenway mm-hmm. and they also uh, were there in 2010 uh, as well I, and the Blues last appeared in the Winter Classic in 2022 target field against the Wild I I think Travis that uh you know you mentioned in that article about going back to places I think the Lake Tahoe disaster kind of scared the NHL from <laughs> going to new places for the Winter Classic yeah. And what a fiasco that was. Mm-hmm. So I think since then, they're kind of, let's go to places we know it works. Yeah. Now, well, I'm a That's little fair. disappointed. And let me ask you, Travis, are you upset that it's not in St. Louis at Bush? No. No? No. Not I mean, really. The Blues have never hosted a Winter Classic. That's all I'm getting they at. They have. They have? Mm-hmm. Hmm, okay. I don't know what year it was where they hosted the Blackhawks. Oh, okay. There. All right, never mind then. I want to say right. maybe 20, uh, 2015, maybe 2014. I don't know. I, have to I gotcha. It up. I gotcha. I, I saw the promo today of the NHL hyping up their outdoor games that they were having in the second half. Are they the still doing there. more this season? Yeah, they're still doing outdoor games uh, there. I think they're going to have a couple at MetLife. 2017. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I knew it was kind of uh, four to one there. blues one. Yeah. I watched that at a Buffalo Wild Wings. Nice. Uh there. I still can't believe they did one at the Cotton Bowl. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it I I just don't think it would be cold enough to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. But they did. They did. Outdoor game. Outdoor games. 
Um, I don't know if it'll say. Uh, yeah, on the seventeenth and eighteenth this month. Hmm. These aren't so that's, winter classics. No, so the Flyers will match up with the uh, uh, Devils on February seventeenth. That's not this Saturday, but the following Saturday. So it is on uh, Daytona weekend uh, for you. Ugh. Uh, and then on uh, Sunday, the uh, Rangers will match up with the Islanders uh, there, and both those games are at MetLife uh, there for the Stadium Series mm. 2024. So, uh, well, we know Eric will not be tuning in on that Sunday. Nope. Uh, other priorities. That's right. Uh, there for Daytona. That's right. We don't blame him. Hey, you know what? You got to have you got to have priorities straight. Yeah. So, there you go. I wanted to mention that as well. We were talking about baseball and baseball stadiums. And the other thing is, Travis, you know, they mentioned about going back to places. Like, you can only do so many outdoor games until you have to start repeating. Mm -hmm. Like, the fact that they were able to get one at Levi's Stadium in Santa Clara is absolutely ridiculous to me. Hmm. They they did a stadium Stadium series series. February 21st, 2015. That's not... I'm sorry. It should be bitterly cold outside if you're going to play hockey outside. (laughs) I don't want to see a game... Like, if you had to put a map of the United States, I don't want to see an outdoor game below St. Louis. It needs to be above St. Louis in order for it to to matter to me. Mm -hmm. I want the players to be freezing to death. Yeah, like the 2022 game that the Blues are in. That was crazy. Yes. Temperatures are crazy. 38,000 people showed up. Yeah. (laughs) Crazy. but I'm a fan of it. Yeah, I mean, I kind of tend to agree uh, there with the the cold. It's got to be. Yeah. Just for, you know, ice purposes, you would think it has to be cold. Mm-hmm. Now, Travis, when I and I see that January fifth, it was done for college hockey. January fifth, twenty nineteen, Notre Dame. I'd love to see a hockey game at Notre Dame. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think that they hosted uh, a stadium series or a Winter Classic. Yeah, in twenty nineteen. Gotcha. Uh, they did it with the uh, Bruins and the Blackhawks. Uh, Bruins won that one four to two. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was kind of after it was a little bit of a, I don't want to say a disaster, quite like the um, Lake Tahoe games. Uh, but I think they had problems with uh, the sun and yeah. the one in 2018 at City Field uh, with the Rangers and Sabres uh, there. That was a problem reflecting off the ice uh, there. So, I was loving the AHLs trying to get in on this. Sure. Trying to do outdoor games. Sure. Like the Cleveland Monsters Outdoor Classic March 4th. The Cleveland Monsters beat the Wilkes Barrel Scranton Penguins. Scranton, nice. Three to two in overtime. Still Cleveland in March? I'm thinking that's warmer. Mm-hmm. It's too close for me. All right. Going back to baseball, Travis, unless you got anything else. Uh, I don't got anything else. All right. So these uh, Pakoda 
projections are in. Who's going to win the division? Who's going to win the World Series? Who's going to make the playoffs? Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you right now. Who's going to make the playoffs? So, Travis, we're going to play a game. Because you haven't seen this. I have not, no. So, I'll go each division. You tell me who it projects will be the winner of each division. Mm -hmm. So, we'll start AL East. Who do you think the computer says is projected to win the AL East? Uh, Baltimore. No, Baltimore is third, projected to go 86 and 75. Yankees. Yankees. 94 and 67. 92% chance to make the playoffs. 10% chance to win the World Series. Mm. Let's go to the AL West. Who do you think the computer has AL West? Uh, the Rangers. No, second. 86 and 75. Astros. Astros. 95 and 67 projected with a 93.7% chance to make the playoffs and a 12.1% chance to win the World Series. They have the best chance to win the World Series of the AL. Hmm. Interesting. Texas, by the way, 52% chance to win the uh, make the playoffs, 3% chance to win the World Series. Ah, uh, 3% going back-to-back. AL Central, Travis. It's always a crapshoot. Uh-huh. Who does the computer say? Uh, the Guardians. No, Guardians second. 83 wins is what it projects for the Guardians. Twins. Twins, 88 wins. So very close. Five win difference there. Um, <laughs> Twins, by the way, a 76% chance to make the playoffs. Guardians, 41%. 5.4% uh, chance to win the World Series for Minnesota. 26 for Cleveland. Yeah. And point two for Detroit. They're the third best team in the AL Central. It's always a crapshoot. Mm -hmm. By the way, Boston projected to finish last in the AL East, but still has a 1% chance to win the World Series. Mm. So they can still do it. NL East, Travis. Yep. Who do you think the computer says is going to win the NL East? NL East, uh, the Braves. Braves. 161 is projected. 99.8% chance to make the playoffs for the Braves. Yep. Who's who do you think it projects to win the West? <laughs> who do you think? Uh not the Rockies. No, that it has them at fifty eight and one oh four. The Dodgers. Dodgers. One oh one and sixty. A ninety nine point eight percent chance to make the playoffs. But Travis, the Braves have a higher chance to win the World Series. Eighteen point seven to seventeen point one. Hmm. Interesting. So, according to this, it would be an Atlanta-Houston projected World Series. Now, Travis, let's go to the Central. Yeah. Who do you think it has winning the Central? Uh, the Cubs. No, Cubs are second. Cardinals. The Cardinals. With a 65% chance to make the playoffs and a 3% chance to win the World Series, Travis. 3%. Now, here's the interesting thing. It has Pittsburgh fifth, mm -hmm. 73 and 89. Mm -hmm. Cincinnati fourth, 78 and 83. Yep. Milwaukee third, 78 and 83. Chicago, 80 and 81. St. Louis, 85 and 76. It has the entire NL Central separated by 12 games yeah so basically what it's saying is we don't know yeah a crap no shoot. no team that is projected to finish last 
uh, excuse me, besides Boston. Boston, projected to finish last in the AL East, has a 16.2% chance to make the playoffs, even though they're last. Mm-hmm. The Pirates are next best with last to make the playoffs. They have a 4.8% chance to make the playoffs, Travis, and the computer gives them a 0.1% chance to win the World Series. 0.1. 0.1. Cincinnati, fourth, a 23% chance to make the playoffs with a 1% chance to win the World Series. Milwaukee, 24% chance to make the playoffs, a 0.7% chance to win the World Series. Cubs, 31 and uh, 1.2. And the Cardinals, 65% chance to make the playoffs, but 3.3% chance to win the World Series. So that means, Travis, this computer feels that the Pirates, with their 0.1% chance of making winning the World Series, has a better chance somehow of winning the World Series than the Commanders, or the, the Nationals, the Rockies, mm-hmm. the A's, the White Sox, the Royals, the Angels. Mm. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Better chances than all those teams. Angels, by the way, projected to finish 74 and 87. Mm. 4.5% chance to make the playoffs. Okay. It also gives Oakland a 0.1% chance to make the playoffs. Mm. There's three. Oakland. Oakland, 0.1. There are three teams with 0% chance to make the playoffs, and those three are the White Sox, the Nationals, and the Rockies. So, yes, the A's are better than those four teams, somehow, <laughs> somehow. according to this. According to this. Huh. Even though the A's are projected to have the second, third worst record, Washington, Travis, are you for Washington? Uh-huh. 57 wins for the Nationals. Hmm. 57 and 104. Oof, that's ugly. Rockies, 58 and 104. It's <laughs> oh, rough. Those are rough. Those are rough. So, I just, I just thought that was interesting. That even with everything you've said, Travis, about the Cardinals, and everything we've said here on this show about the Cardinals, the computer still yeah, projects them to win the Central. Yeah. Right. Also, a 3% chance to win the World Series, Travis. Still got time to get some entertainment down. Ooh. Just saying. Yeah, I. That's just hard to believe after everything that we say about them. Still favorites to win the Central. Travis, you want to hear something really gross? What's that? The Cardinals have the third best odds to win the World Series in the NL. Wow. The Braves, 18.7% chance. Dodgers 17.1, then the Cardinals at 3.3. Yes, the Cardinals have a better chance to win the World Series than Philly, the Mets, Arizona, mm-hmm. San Francisco, mm. Seattle, Cleveland, Baltimore. Would you pick the Cardinals over Baltimore, Travis? No. No? No. But the simulation likes the Cardinals. Wow. Uh, and I, that reminded me of uh, something when you uh, mentioned the A's. Yeah. Uh, there, did you uh, did you see what the uh, Vegas uh, mayor uh, said about the plans moving to no. Las Vegas? Apparently, she was on a uh, podcast uh-huh. and uh, said that she said that the. Uh, our relocation plans to the uh, projected site there in Vegas don't make sense. Oh, 
I thought this does not make sense, and so why is it happening? And then I thought, well, because they really want to stay in Oakland, uh, they uh, have that magnificent dream. Uh, so she does think that they per- personally, I think they sh- they got to figure a way to stay in Oakland. Oh no! The mayor doesn't even want them. <laughs> oh, no! They got to figure out a way to stay. Didn't the owners already vote for them to leave? Yeah. Yeah, they did. No. Yeah. So, the Vegas mayor, they got to figure a way to stay in Oakland. I'm just imagining Billy Bean holding a cardboard sign on the side of the road. Have team looking for home. Nope. Nobody wants you, I guess. The first homeless baseball team. Mm -hmm. They could go to the... uh, uh, the university where the uh, Coyotes play. There you go. I mean, that university is available for anyone. There you go. Arizona Coyotes State. Made it work. <laughs> Arizona State. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe where they have to play baseball. Oh, that. It doesn't make sense. It makes a hundred percent sense. <laughs> According to the mayor. AKA, we saw how much it's going to cost, and nope. <laughs> It's kind of like Roger Goodell but, saying in his State of the NFL yesterday that uh, it makes total sense for the Bears to get a new stadium, and it's good because you can have other events at it, so it makes the most AKA sense for the Super Bears Bowl. and the city of Chicago. A.K.A. a Super Bowl. A.K.A. mania. Well, that too. I mean, that's another event. College football championship. Exactly, yeah. Final, Final four. four. Mm-hmm. Concerts. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift's concert. Yeah. Promoting her next album. I was just going to say, Travis. Announced at the Grammys. Just, could you imagine the atmosphere of that Illini Final Four team in Chicago? Mm-hmm. I know St. Louis was cool. Yeah, it was. But doing it at a football stadium in Chicago, mm-hmm. that would have been, if you would have flipped and had St. Louis as the regional host mm. and the Final Four being at Chicago, that would have been... Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it was. It was. Those were the days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're coming up on celebrating 20 years of that team, Travis. I know. What have we done since? I know. Not a lot. Not a lot. Not a lot. We've been number one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have. That and a dollar will get you a soda. Hmm. You know, we don't need to end the show like that. <laughs> we don't need to end the show on that conversation. <laughs> so I think it's best to just end it there and uh, call it a day. So that's what we're doing. We're going to get out of here for the uh, day and we'll be back tomorrow. Recap all the basketball that happens tonight. Yep. And uh, see what our, whatever else we can come up with uh, for Super Bowl week yeah. as well. Can we finally get some shows moving out to Vegas tomorrow? I don't, I don't know. I think Green was having enough problems this morning. They didn't need to move anywhere. They're having enough problems as it is. Mm, I didn't hear that. Oh, you missed it. Mm. Must have been some uh, chaos. Yeah, they spent like 10 to 15 minutes playing Don't Worry About a Thing. Because every little thing's going to be all right. 
Oh. That was that was the radio. Hmm. Well, you know. Uh, Technical difficulties happen. They happen. I can definitely see it happens to the best of them. Yep. And it makes me feel better than when it happens to us. It happens to us, too. As well. So, until uh, tomorrow, thanks for listening and thanks for downloading. We'll talk to you then. Peace out.